Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Callus. It is episode 489 coming to you on the 6th of September, 2023. That means in five days, we will revisit arguably the most transformative event in my lifetime. Uh, Arguably. And yours too, for that matter. But until then, we're going to focus on a couple of things that we can be working on or we can and should be doing in order to overcome what we're dealing with on a day-by-day basis. The the <clears throat> machine, right, or the odds may be stacked against us. We as Christians know that we have ultimate victory, but until then, we're supposed to tarry forth. We're supposed to carry on. We're supposed to occupy. So, Before I get into the subject for today, let me remind you, the best thing you can do for me at this time is to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. If you're feeling particularly motivated or happy with what you've heard, then tell your friends, write a review, rate the program. And you know what? If you've got constructive criticism, I'm all ears. If you've got any suggestions, I'm all ears. If you've got a topic you'd like me to look into or talk about or just riff off of, I'm all ears. The problem, the problem is, you know, I only have four listeners apparently, and we're quickly approaching 200,000 thousand downloads and and I know these guys their ears must be just blown out but I I received a um update you know on on the social media apparently it was a year ago today I it can't be right but a year ago today I reached 10,000 downloads that's that's something it it, it just shows the trajectory of where we're going, what we're doing. And, and I've talked, you know, in real life, IRL, right. To, you know, friends and acquaintances. And I said, you know, if I were to spend a lot more time talking about more generic subjects, more, uh, national subjects, or even world subjects, or spend the time to give a strict how to on something, maybe, maybe I could drive some more people. Maybe I could grow the show a little faster, but I've chosen specifically to focus on particularly things in Collin County and then to a lesser extent or a secondary effect, if you will, Austin slash Texas as a whole and largely ignoring the national issues. And and I will admit that I have one specific issue that I revisit almost every week. Yes, that's right. Texas independence. Now, I also fully realize that that might turn off as many people as it brings in, but the idea is, is if you're not willing to talk about things that you're uncomfortable about, if you're not willing to listen to things that you're uncomfortable about or unsure about, then you're not doing your job. And that goes directly into what today's episode is going to be all about in advance. How do we advance, right? We've talked a little bit about what remains You know, the idea of there's certain segments that want to burn it all down. And we've talked about the cost, right? You have to count the cost. You have to consider what it's going to take in order to get there. But now we're flipping the 
we're flipping the uh, occasion, right? We're looking at what can we do? What should we be doing? And look, this is different for everybody. Everybody has a different thing or a different couple of things. I don't know what they are. I, I will talk about myself in the generic. I don't want to give specific details out about things that I'm doing or not doing. As a general rule, I will talk about specific events I have attended or different activities I partake in or different groups that I belong to. But as a general rule, I found that it's probably not best to do to talk about what I do on a day-by-day basis. I'm certain that what I do is not going to be the same as what you do. So it wouldn't be right for me to try and pontificate how I do these things and how you should do them. For instance, you know, I once in a while I will gr- glance on these videos and they talk about, well, you need to be uh, doing these exercises every day. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. I- I've tried a couple of those things. <sighs> Haven't had the best success. And I'd be lying to you if I were to say that I'm a fitness machine because I clearly am not. But I hold my weight, I can hold my own, and I'm not a couch potato. Um, You know, if you want to be active, if you want to get things done, you have to be able to do certain things physically. You have to be able to tackle certain things mentally. Your philosophy can be perfect, your psychology can be perfect, but if you can't walk across the street without being winded, Alas, you are not going to be able to do the job. Now, in today's day and age, everybody has their shortcomings. Everybody has their thing that they're weak on. And if I'm honest, I think the thing that I'm weakest on is I've got too many things going on at one time. And I'm zipping around from thing to thing, trying to keep everything going. And it's, you know, I guess... Not exactly a male trait. Males are supposed to be really good at focusing and doing one thing. And for the truth of the matter, I can do two or three things that appear to be done simultaneously because I focus on each thing for a certain period of time until I'm ready to move on to the next part. And I can pull that off most of the time. Now, my wife usually can see through this. And I'm sure that uh, other times it's not the best and most ideal way to do things, but if you've only got a limited amount of time and you're supposed to get done certain items or certain things in that period of time, you have to multitask. And multitasking is something, quite frankly, gentlemen, ladies tend to be better at. But that being said, we make up for it in our ability to focus and get a specific thing done quicker and more efficiently normally. All right. That being said, speaking about advancing, right? Now, when we're talking about advancing, we're not looking at specifically a male-female thing here. We're not talking about specifically uh, absolutely any one thing. We're just talking about a generalization. What is something that you can do that makes a difference? Now, for me, I like to read books. When, When I read um, my Kindle, I try and read three to five pages every night before I go to bed because I'm typically reading something that is, let's call it nonfiction. And it, if I'm not careful, it'll zone me out and I'll go, I'll fall asleep before I 
take in what I'm getting. And if I'm in a really good mood, I might be able to get 10 or 15 pages in. So it's slow moving on a nonfiction book, but on a novel, man, I could bust that out in a weekend. But that's how I relax and how I unwind. And that kind of goes cyclical for me. But one of the things that I've found is if I don't do it consistently, if I'm not reading certain things specifically on time consistently, it gets lost in the shuffle. And I might go a week or two before I pick up that book. And I got to tell you, sometimes that's life, right? And you got to just pick up where you left off. But I literally have, if I'm guessing, 700 books in my office. And if I were if I were to guess, I've probably read half of them all the way through. And maybe another 20% I've read parts of or whatever else. Now, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I enjoy reading. That's something I like to do. Now, the other thing I like to do is I like to watch educational videos or at least videos that I think are educational for me. I'm pretty sure nobody really cares about the vector car or Pantera car for that matter. But over the weekend, I had some downtime and I invested about an hour and a half watching some videos on these couple of cars from the 70s. It was interesting. It's from my childhood. It's kind of a, you know, an interesting throwback back when people actually tried to do something different. And they did it in this country with some success. Ultimately, they both failed, but I mean, it was, it was interesting. So I got to ask, what could you do? What, what could you do to expand your mind? Could you watch some educational videos? Could you read a book? Could you take a class? Could you study on your own? Uh, uh, I mean, like for instance, I know Brian McClanahan, uh, Chris Ann Hall and Tom Woods all offer courses that you can take online. Now, I don't know what the individual cost is on those. Quite frankly, I find listening to their podcasts consistently probably is getting me 75% of what I would get out of their course. And plus my own reading, I'm feeling pretty confident. But I got to tell you, Brian McClanahan's got a course that he was talking about, about reading Andrew Jackson. Now, Andrew Jackson is an interesting guy, but I don't know enough about Andrew Jackson that I would feel comfortable getting into a long discussion with somebody about the pros and cons of Andrew Jackson. But if I could, you know, if I had the time and I wanted to invest it, it's good to know that's there. So maybe that's your thing. Maybe you're a civil war buff. Maybe you like the pre antebellum period. You should look into that. I mean, and again, it's just a suggestion. I don't know what's right for you. I don't know. On the flip side, Maybe you're more hands-on guy, right? Uh, I got to, you know, look at the world that we're living in today. You probably don't have a whole lot of cars that you can just roll up into your garage and change your oil and do it easily. There are some, particularly cars that are 20 or 30 years old at this point that you can still work on on your own, but you should have at least some basic knowledge on how that stuff works, right? It's useful information and most of it transfers to other things. Like for instance, I've taken apart uh, my lawnmower a couple different times, you know, you know I've pulled the, uh, rip or uh, <laughs> the pull cord off. I've taken that apart. I've replaced it. I've pulled off the carburetor. I've cleaned that. I, I've swapped out the plug, the filter. I mean, these are not super challenging things, but if you ask your average millennial, 
They're going to look at you sideways. Actually, if you ask some boomers, they're like, well, why would I do that? I just pay somebody to do it. And that's fine. But as Gen X kid, right? Dad's like, hey, uh, go, go deal with the lawn. Okay, dad. And you just go do it, right? Um, now, I got to be honest. My grandmother had an electric lawnmower, and that's what I use most of my life. But when I got a gas electric or a gas lawnmower, I had to learn how to use that and how to take care of it and how, how to look after it as in comparison to the electric one. And, you know, here 25 years later, my gas lawnmower is kind of at the end of its useful life. But guess what? It still runs. It still fires up, probably needs a new blade or at least to be sharpened. Got to fix the uh, front wheels. They're a little uh, kilted out, if you will. But again, use and abuse, 25 years, and they're still functional. I'm pretty happy with that. I certainly got my money's worth out of it. And yeah, I still go out and cut my own lawn. Now in Texas, uh, that'll kick your butt. You know, an hour and a half in a 100 degree heat. (laughs) You're going to be drinking down some electrolyte drinks for an hour and cooling down. But it can be done. Probably not an ideal fitness routine, but it is something to keep stuff up the snuff. Maybe it's not the best use of time. Maybe you could, you know, throw 30 to $50 at some kid and let them do it. But if you can do it yourself and you're up to it, why wouldn't you just do it? You know, it's kind of that whole thing, a man up, right? So we've talked about a, a couple of different things, right? Both the intellectual stimulation, the physical stimulation, you're, you're looking to improve yourself and everybody's going to be different. Now look at how do you do that with a group of people, a couple of your friends, not, not a big group, but eh, say three to five other people. You come together and you work on projects together. You work on classes together. You read books together. You, you team up, right? You, you've got your own little group, your little click, and you're looking at how do you advance each other? How do you come together as a team? How do you improve what you're able to do? Again, this is not supposed to be some kind of military function here where everybody's specialized or whatever else. This is just a general idea. How do we improve each other, you know, strive to do things or get familiar with things that we're not already familiar with? And quite frankly, it's an opportunity to expand your horizons. Now, if you're working with a team, a group, if you will, and you're finding what your niches are, you're finding what you're best at and you're working together, that gives you an opportunity to potentially learn from a subject matter expert. Like for instance, I know enough about computers that I can get myself in trouble. I mean, I I can knock out a basic word processor thing. I can, uh, you know, fight my way through some Excel stuff and I, I, I do this podcast on my own. But I got to be honest, I'm sure somebody that's really skilled and capable of this could probably give me a wicked cool website and probably find a way to, I don't know, edit these things so they're a little crisper and have some much uh, better tuned bumper music and extra music. But again, is it necessary? No. I mean, this is kind of a bare bones operation, a one man team here. But again, I don't know. Maybe I'll meet somebody. Maybe, you know, my interactions in my networking, that'll come about. But again, this is about how do you make yourself better, but how do you help those around you get better? How, how does your team get better? What, what things can you accomplish? One of the big things that we're looking at uh, launching is a book club. You know, my, uh, 
a group I belong to, the Colin Patriots, were, were the leadership team. We sat down and we came up and said, you know, what can we do to distinguish ourselves? You know, we talked about this months ago. It just didn't happen. There's a lot of things going on. We're all busy. <laughs> There's some crazy stuff going on here in Texas politics and even Colin Colony politics. <clears throat> but the reality is we have a lot of new people that are involved. They're excited, but they don't know what they're looking at. They don't understand things. And it's not their fault. I mean, if you hadn't been paying attention, you hadn't been involved, how would you know? But you got to work with people. you got to encourage people. You've got to give them an opportunity, one, to self-educate, and two, to put that stuff into reality. How does this work in the world that we live in today? What is the additional detail that I'm missing here? Yes, I understand this is the process how you want to make a proposal that gets approved by the party at the state level. But how does that translate into what happens at the state level in the legislature? And what are some steps and actions that can be taken to make it a reality where it's not just a platform issue or a priority issue, but it's an actual law? How do you make that happen? Do, do I need to work on a network where I actually make friends with people that I'm not so happy with? Or do I continue to just keep beating on people and expect something to magically happen? Again, this is something that you have to figure out for yourself and you have to decide what process works better for you and your personality. Again, this is how you advance. You learn, you spend time together, you delve into things that are outside of your normal sphere of operations. So if you, if you look at the idea here, right, we're trying to, we're trying to kind of reset, right? We talked about last week, some things that are going on, that are not positive. And we culminated that, if you will, on Friday with the idea that people just want to burn things down. They don't get their way and they just blow it all up. And then we went from there and we, we talked about, well, okay, assuming that happens and the situation where we're at, well, what do we actually have to work with? And then the creative uh, side, right, is, okay, we know what we've got left. Now, what am I going to have to sacrifice? What am I going to have to look at potentially giving up in order to move from point A to point B? And now we're, now we're beginning to talk about what do I have to do? What do you have to do? What does your group of friends have to do to move from point A to point B? Now you've, you've counted the cost. You, you've assessed where you're at, which is point A, and you want to get to point B. And how do you get there? And again, every situation's different. I'm just giving you some quick, easy, pertinent examples that relate to me personally, but not necessarily directly. So your thing might be different. Your thing might be, you know what? Um, I'm a camper. Not me personally. I'm just saying, well, actually I am, but nothing that I've been able to do for years. But if you're a camper and you really want to Launch a campground. How do you got to do it? Well, what's the process? Do you need investors? Do you need a location? Do you need, you know, all these different things? Well, you have to start looking at step-by-step. How do you get from point A to point B? And you have to assess where you're at, right? Same thing for everything. So politically speaking, in Texas, we have a Republican majority in everything. But why can't we get things done? 
Why, why are we participating in a witch hunt right now? What's going on? But if you don't understand it, if you don't know the details, it not, nothing makes sense. You have to color it in. You have to spend some time looking into it. You have to know some of the finer details, some of the tug of war. Now, politics isn't for everybody. And, and I've used the refrain for a long time. I mean, we're nearly 500 episodes in, and I've probably got at least 100 episodes where I say this. You may not care about politics, but politics cares about you. The point is, is if you aren't aware of what's going on, if you don't know what you're dealing with, you can't possibly defend yourself, your family, or your community from what's coming, which is why you need to understand the building blocks, where we're at. How do we go forward? What's at play here? And then you have to pick your team. You got to work with what you got. Maybe it's extended family. Maybe it's somebody at your church. Maybe it's somebody at the Lions Club. I I don't know. Not everybody's going to line up with where I am philosophically. That's fine. But do we have similar goals? Do we have similar outcomes that we desire? Do we understand the process? Again, these are all things that need to be felt or felt, <laughs> discussed, felt out, I guess would be a way of phrasing it. But you, you have to know ahead of time, is there something that we can take action on together? You're far more effective working in a team than you are as an individual. Not everybody gets to be the go to long, lone wolf, right? The sniper. You know what's funny is snipers usually work in teams anyway, partners at least. So there is no lone wolf win here. It's how we're going to do this together. How do we work together to get our goals? And how do we improve ourselves to get to a point where we can do that? And what I would suggest to you is you have to first assess what you are, who you are, what you've got, what you're working with. And then you got to determine what are you potentially willing to give up? And now that you've done that, now you can look at this section, this piece and maybe you'll decide it's not for you. Maybe you'll decide you you don't want to participate at this level. You want to just kind of be aware. And I got to be honest with you. There's something to be said for if we just had 12% more of the population that was aware, we'd be in such a better place than where we're at now. If we just had people that took the time to understand what was going on, whether they did nothing about it, just they just understood, that would put us in a much better place than where we're at right now. So as you're listening to me and you're going, well, Kels, that sounds great, but I don't want to do that. Or I'm too busy or I got kids. I got, you know, a spouse. We have busy lives. I don't want, okay, that's fine. I get all that. You know, when you're in a commute, listen to your podcast. Not, you don't have to listen to me. You listen to somebody that's going to educate you. Somebody that's going to edify you. Somebody that's going to entertain you. Whatever it is, just start with something. And then when you're at home at night, after you got the kids to bed, instead of watching the latest lame episode of whatever rerun is on, because, well, you know, TV sucks and it has for quite some time, you know, there's maybe a half dozen shows that are worth your time, but they're all off the air right now because, well, you know, writers don't get paid enough money and maybe they do, maybe they don't, I don't know, don't care, but invest that time. Maybe go to YouTube, watch a couple of educational videos. Maybe, maybe you learn about something. Or or maybe you sit down and you read a book. Or maybe you talk to your spouse. Or maybe you take the time out to talk to your child about what they learned in school today. That could be very eye-opening. 
These are all investments. These are decisions that we can make right here, right now. And honestly, it's kind of simple. It's really hot. You don't necessarily want to go out in a large part of the country now. And uh, the TV is a wasteland. So look at doing something different. Look at trying something new. For you Christians out there, well, hey man, I'm certain there's plenty of new Bible studies firing up and, you know, it would be good if we had more Christ-like conservatives instead of Christ-less conservatives, but that's another topic. We're not going to go there today. All I'll say is uh, Alicia Childers, she's got her own podcast. They did an excellent episode that I got to listen to that was basically their topic and their title was Christ less conservatism. What's the problem? Hey, and, and look, I'm not above giving a shout out to another podcast or recommending go listening to somebody else. She did a really nice job. You should check it out. I, I don't remember what the uh, guest's name is. It was John something or another, but it's definitely worth your time. 30, 40 minutes. It was uh, something to consider. It really is. And with that, we're going to wrap it up here just a few minutes early. Let me remind you, before you go, subscribe, rate, review. That's all I ask. We're not, we're not making any money. We're not charging any money. No money changes any hands here except for I pay Podbean to host me for right now. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. This is my mission. It is, uh my passion project. And we're going to continue to do this every day (laughs) that I'm taking breath. And with that, I will see you on the other side.